Storm Bowling Products, the Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us today on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight Podcast is Anthony Simonson. Anthony has four PBA titles and is on Team USA. Anthony, it's Tim Berg and Coach K. Steve Klemkin here. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you guys for having me. Anthony, you are overseas, bowling the Lucky Larson Masters Tournament. Let's talk about that and how are things going and what led you to bowl the tournament uh, across the pond? Uh, you know, uh, Tim Max has been a, a big key uh, for me, you know, just bowling out on the PBA Tour. Uh, between talking to him uh, as well as Angie, we decided to uh, go ahead and maybe make start making some trips over and uh you know i kind of fell in love with traveling over here and getting to see different parts of the world uh you know it's just a whole new experience different formats different atmosphere uh just kind of different in all not you know all aspects of it and you know if people want to learn a little bit more about this uh this tournament it's uh, lucky larson masters uh, dot com, but you've actually you've bowled a couple qualifying squads now. Why don't you talk a little bit about uh, maybe lane condition strategy, what you're seeing out there, and then uh, what you're uh, what you're hoping to accomplish here this weekend? Uh, you know they're flat uh, as they were last year. Topography in this bowling center uh, is quite tricky. There's a couple lanes that are significantly different than the other lanes. Uh, lane one, uh, there's a wall connected basically on top of the gutter cap. Um, you know, the same with lane 22, but there's a little more, you know, a couple more right-handers than there are left-handers in the event. Um, you know, my, my plan of attack so far this week has been the pitch black, uh, pretty close to the gutter up the lane, uh, and just kind of trying to control down lane motion. Anthony, help our listeners and to understand what it is like and why you like going overseas to bowl. You know, over here in Europe, it's not, uh, we don't, I guess not, we're not treated as much as as superstars, I guess you would say, as, as you feel like whenever you go over to Asia. Uh, I think that's just, the, you know, they see us a little more frequently uh, in Europe uh, than they do in Asia. Uh, you know, there's that. There's the, the formats are completely different. Uh, they're unlike anything we have in the States. Uh, you know, and just kind of getting to bowl with everybody. Uh, different crosses every week. You know, one lane goes one way, one lane goes the other way. Uh you know, so that's just a neat experience, kind of getting to go, you know, go and meet everybody. Hey, let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little bit about. Uh, you know, this is the Storm Collegiate Spotlight Podcast, and uh, let's talk a little bit, Anthony, about um, maybe going back through uh, any thoughts and uh, decisions and ideas when you were uh, in high school and what your future. Um, was going to be as you got a little bit older. Did you ever have, were you aware of uh, college bowling or have any thoughts about uh, potentially going to compete in that, or were you were your eyes strictly set on the PBA Tour and the path you took there? Uh, you know, with me being a little different than most and actually leaving school my freshman year, uh, you know, I spent a year, year still bowling new stuff, uh, doing a little bit of homeschooling and, and whatnot. Uh, and after a while, I kind of realized that, you know, I wasn't, wasn't going to go back uh, at the time being, and it wasn't going to take the college route. Uh, so, you know, I just started bowling local stuff and competing, uh, you know, throughout the Dallas area. And Dallas, 
I think it's got one of the strongest uh, competitive bowler base, you know, anywhere in the nation. Uh, you know, so just getting to bowl that, getting a little bit of experience, and then deciding uh, after bowling a couple of regionals uh, that I would go ahead and get my card, and you know, everything's kind of trickled down from there. So, Anthony, what's it like then to be competing with these college kids who graduated and, and bowled either three or four years in school, and, and it seems like they're coming out on the PBA Tour and having success more and more and, and earlier and earlier these days? Uh, just the, the talent that that the younger generation has. Uh, you know, I'm still considered to be the younger generation, but, uh, you know, now kids are getting so much better, so much faster with being able to use the technology, you know, that's, that's out there, uh, you know, when it comes to YouTube, you can basically pull up any bowling style in the world uh, and study it from multiple different ways. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they're really just getting smarter. I think, you know, obviously as time goes by, more people are learning more things. Uh, coaches are getting more knowledgeable, and, you know, they're just feeding all the information in. And, you know, the kids are love taking it in. Hey, talking about bowling styles now, you know, real recently here, I think it was in Delaware there. You won an extra frame event um, by utilizing a little bit of a different style um, than what uh, what maybe would be your traditional way of throwing the ball, and it, it's not the difference between using your thumb or, or, or not using your thumb, whether a two-handed or one-handed type of delivery, but actually you delivered it by rotating the ball back basically the opposite direction up the left side of the lane, right? Mm-hmm. Is that is that something that you have uh, w- have been practicing naturally good at? Do you feel like you've opened up your uh, your game or your options to uh, to a new way to compete and, and looking at, at lane conditions? Is that something that you we you know in your bowling practice session? Do you look at the left side of the lane now in addition to the right side as well, or was it just kind of like a maybe like a last ditch effort to find a way to compete? Kind of talk about that for a little bit. Uh, so I have a, a really good friend of mine named Jordan Horn from the Michigan area. Uh, he's been doing it for a while, you know, throwing it back mm-hmm. up. He's two-handed style uh, from the right. Uh, he's been doing it, you know, a couple events, bowling up the left. We were bowling a tournament out in Vegas uh, late July, I believe it was. He, you know, makes a Facebook set. I'm filling an 830 coming up the left this week. And the very next three-game set, he bowls 837. Um Oh, really? So I just, you know, yeah, he's a good friend of mine. I've been chit-chatting with him. You know, he always gives me crap about, you know, I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> so I just slowly, you know, it's something I've messed around with a little bit before, but nothing, didn't really take anything too serious. And, uh, you know, over the last few weeks, I've just kind of been practicing. I bowled the regional in San Jose with Jacob Butterf and his partner. I, I think they won by like a thousand pins. Uh, even if you take the bonus pins out of play, they still win by, you know, four or 500. So it's just mm-hmm. something that, uh, you know, I've kind of been messing around with a little bit. I know Belmo did it at the U S open, uh, on the double burn squad. And it's just kind of one of those things. It's just another, another tool in the bag. It's not going to be something I do all the time. Like last couple games today, I, I did it over here, uh, just because, for what I was trying to do, uh, the balls didn't have the right surface, so they were going to make me kind of get out of whack. I felt like if I was trying to make those particular balls work. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it would be something that I keep in the back of my mind, but it's not going to be something that at every event I'm trying. What do you look for and that what makes you choose that route to go to that two-handed backup? Um, so at that particular event, 
uh, what I was seeing, I mean, we've all, I think, you know, two of us or the three of us have bowled enough, enough events that you can kind of tell when the field's striking and you can also tell when the field's not striking. Uh, it's kind of one of those deals the field wasn't striking and uh, I actually shot at a 2.810 throwing it back up. And whenever I shot at it, I thought for sure it was going right in the left gutter. I mean, I threw it at the gutter really fast. I was like, that's not where it's mm-hmm. supposed to go. Didn't go in, hooked up. And I was like, oh, that's kind of an idea. It was in the back of my mind for sure. Then the following game, I left another 2.810. Uh, in the eighth frame, sampled 170 the game before. I was struggling that game. Uh, threw it back up. Another one that I really thought you know, wasn't supposed to hook, and it, it did. And I walked back, talked to Callahan, and it's just like, Jim, I'm going to do it. Like, you know, I'm kind of at the point where my ball reaction so bad on the right side. It's something I've actually been practicing over the last month or so. Uh, I bowled three times. I practiced three times during the week before the, the Delaware stop. I'm not a big practicer at all. Uh, once a week, if that, you know, with as much as I'm bowling, so I feel like I stay pretty sharp uh, competing so much. Uh I bowled, you know, I said three times. And Jordan, my buddy Jordan, actually came down one of the days. Uh, we had a little practice together, and I, I want to say I probably threw 15 shots on the right side of the lane. Everything else was back up. I drilled a ball with uh, almost a left-handed layout on it. Uh, you know, it's it kind of one of those things where once I saw that and I saw how, how hard the lanes were, I felt like at least with the urethane ball up there, I could kind of control the pocket. I just think uh, what made it so easy to do is after I threw the first shot, it just simply just didn't hook, uh, and I made a move, and they all three, you know, read read the lane in the exact same part, uh, which is something I hadn't seen on the right side of the lane for two games. And, uh, you know, I threw the last three and got a little bit of confidence. I was like, well, maybe it was just this pair of lane. And uh, once I, I moved to the next pair, I threw the first one, and it struck. I, I want to say, like, the third frame, I had a messenger uh, come over and, once I had that happen, I kind of got, I got pretty comfortable and, you know, was just kind of able to get into a little zone. That's cool how messenger, you know, loosens you up on the, you know, when you're bowling, you know, off the right side, but you, the same kind of feeling it sounds like on the left side, did it basically the same way. And, uh, and now you've got a, a whole nother option when you're, when you're competing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Hey, final question I've got for you, Anthony. You, uh, you've got a pretty busy schedule. Like you say, you're uh, there in Sweden right now. And, and you've also, you're going to be traveling here to Asia as well for, uh, for a few events. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? Uh, yeah, so uh, in about three weeks' time, I'll be traveling to Thailand for the World Bowling Tour Thailand Open. From there, I will go to Seoul, Korea. Um, they're bowling the Sam Ho Cup which I finished second in two years ago. Looking forward to going, going back to that event. I've had quite a bit of success over in Korea. Uh, and then from there, we're going to go spend a week in Japan with Storm Fair. And I worked that for the first time last year. Had a great time with this year being the 20th anniversary. I can't wait to see what they have in store for us. Awesome. And what in the Roto Grip and Storm Line are you liking? I know you mentioned the pitch bat, pitch black that you threw over uh, at this tournament, but what else are you liking? And w- what's reading the lanes well for you these days? Um, you know, phase two is always in the bag. It's something I don't leave home without. Um, thankfully, having status with the airlines, I'm able to bring nine balls over. So I'm, I'm normally able to bring two of those with me, try to bring an up one and a down one. Normally, that's, you know, that's my benchmark ball. It's going to give me a good idea. 
really been a fan of the idol just with how how flexible I feel like the surface is. You know, it's, it's a ball that you can shine, get get down the lane a little bit, corner a little harder, uh, you know, and then bowling on some shorter stuff, you're able to put a little bit of surface on it and slow it down. And those are kind of, you know, the two main options as of late. All right. Well, good stuff. Well, thanks for joining us, Anthony. We know it's uh, it's, it's very late there, your t- uh, time there in Sweden. And uh want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us, and uh, we'll look forward to catching up with you again. No problem. Thanks for having me again.